0: Good morning. You're listening to Holding Ground, the show that brings you a little bit of everything in the realm of positive mental health and psychotherapy every Tuesday morning at 9.30 a.m. here on KKNW. My name is Laura Richer. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and the owner of Anchor Light Therapy Collective in Seattle, Washington. Today, I am joined by my co-host, Michelle Mooney, who is also a licensed psychotherapist and the
1: lead clinician at Anchor Light Therapy Collective. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Laura. So excited to be here and thank you to all of our listeners that are listening this holiday week. Um, so what we are going to cover for this week is a very timely topic, how to deal with loneliness during the holiday. So mm. we can all be prone to loneliness at any point during the year, right? Whether it's in our relationships or because we're going through some sort of uh, transition in life, right? But specifically around the holidays is what we're going to focus on today. I think this is a great topic
0: because there is something about the holidays that really triggers feelings of loneliness in people. We see that all the time. And so what do you think it is specifically about the holidays? Like you said, it can happen any time of year, but the holidays, for whatever reason, there's an added pressure. What do you think that's all Mm -hmm. about, Michelle?
1: Well, we'll definitely break that down, but overall, you know, the holidays like we see on TV and on the billboards, right? and magazine ads and all of that, that it's supposed to be this happy, cheery, right? You know, be around your family, everything sparkles and snowmans, right? But yeah. in reality, that's not the case for a lot of people. So we're seeing, you know, we're shown this image of what holidays are supposed to look like. And if our experience doesn't match that, then that can create some loneliness.
0: Absolutely. Anything I think where we have a lot of expectation around it, it leaves opportunity to feel a little bit let down and the holidays should certainly present that opportunity.
1: Mm -hmm. Right, right.
0: So if we break that down a little bit more, what does that look like? What do you see for people who who kind of struggle during the holidays? What are some of the things they might be noticing or experiencing?
1: Well, one thing is the holidays can actually be very difficult for people. So let's say maybe when you grew up, the holidays brought up a lot of stress, right? Right? if you, you know, picturing that scene from a Christmas story, that movie, right? The tree's mm-hmm. falling off the car and you get a flat tire <laughs> and, you know, now Christmas Eve is brewing, right? If you have that kind of stuff frequently, um, it can really decay your experience of holidays, right? Are we getting together with family and yelling and throwing food at the Thanksgiving table, right? Or are we sitting there and really enjoying one another's company? So- If holidays were traditionally hard growing up, that can be a really, um, a big reason why people feel lonely around the holidays, right? This doesn't bring up a lot of good feelings. Again, my experience isn't matching what I'm seeing. So, um, you know, it can feel very isolating because of that. Yes. Maybe you just already have a negative association
0: with the holidays from a long time ago of having it being a really stressful period. And so that you're going into this season, maybe already feeling tense.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So then another, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say the next
0: thing on that we were going to talk about it, that I think is really important to address during the holiday season is grief. A lot of grief mm. comes up for people during the holidays. What do you notice about that?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point, Laura. So if, that can really feel like there's an empty seat at the table, right? Grandma's not here anymore. She used to make this the special event. Now we're kind of, you know, deciding, do we do takeout this year, right? What do we do without that kind of central figure in our family? You know, other people, they have lost relationships. Relationships. maybe they've even lost children or other close um, people towards them uh grief towards uh you know losing your job over the last year right so grief around what the real world used to look like for you so grief can really be compounded this time of year because again we're showing all these happy images and you know if we're not feeling good right that's not going to feel good Yeah. That
0: is such a good point. There's all this pressure for everything to be perfect and sparkly and happy. And if you're feeling sad and depressed, it's a lot of pressure to try to participate in that. Right. Exactly. And that can feel isolating. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. So another thing that can make us feel lonely during the holidays, Laura, so even if we're physically surrounded by people, we can sometimes feel invisible and lonely. And that's when it's the hardest for us. If we have these people around us, the same way uh, within a romantic relationship, let's say you're kind of, you know, ships passing in the night, so to speak. Um, You know, somebody's physically present there with you, But you're not engaging, there's an you kind of feel invisible. So this is something that can come up during the holidays. Let's say you're the one who organizes everything and buys all the gifts and, um, you know, cooks all the dinner and no one's really seen that right they're kind of taking that more for granted and maybe not acknowledging all the work that you're putting into things that can feel very invisible um, and also lonely.
0: Yes. I think about a lot of the moms and dads out there that are trying to create, you know, these great experiences for their kids in the holiday season. And while that intention is fantastic, it, it can be a lot of pressure and it can feel isolating, especially if you're comparing yourself to what the people around you are doing.
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, So another thing that can make us feel lonely or maybe not even really lonely, um, so to speak, maybe more that we're just experiencing the holidays alone. So without other people around us by choice. Um, So this can look like, you know, maybe you have, um, you know, family relationships that aren't that great. So you avoid interacting with family over the holidays. Maybe this looks like, again, you know, the extension of last year, we're trying to separate for health reasons for COVID. So maybe we're still not, flying. Uh, We don't want to be around, um, you know, family members who maybe are more susceptible to catching COVID. So there can be distance because we're choosing that for some reason, some reason that's actually good for us. So um, that, that can still kind of create that sense of loneliness though around the holidays.
0: Yes. And some people during COVID, we noticed some people really enjoyed that, like, hey, I don't have to travel this year and I don't have to do all of these things I don't want to do. But for some people, it was really hard too. they really value the holidays and being able to connect with family in a certain way and and Mm -hmm. having those restrictions placed on them, whether it were, you know, legal restrictions or just family members choosing not to interact because of whatever their personal reasons were could be was really hard and isolating for people.
1: Mm -hmm. Right, right. So Laura, we kind of touched on this one already, but it's pressure from society to not be alone. So this mm-hmm. can look like you have a holiday office party coming up and you don't have a plus one and, you know, everyone in the office is bringing their plus one. You know what? Bring your best friend. Bring somebody else that, you know, really adds joy to your life. It doesn't have to be a romantic partner. But again, there's that emphasis on what the holidays look like, that um, kind of Hallmark movie, us. you know, you always meet Prince Charming in the end um, at the North. Yeah whole kind of deal, right? We're supposed right. to find love during the holidays on top of everything else we're supposed to deal with. So, um, that, that can feel lonely as well.
0: Yeah. And also I would say for, um, family or couples who are struggling with infertility, going to family, events where there's kids and, or if you're single and your family events are all, everyone's coupled with families that that can trigger a sense of, of, of lack feeling that, that you're lonely or feeling that you're isolated. Mm -hmm. Um, which is why it is so important not to compare yourself to what everybody else is doing. I even hear people say who really enjoy their, their singlehood that, um, during the holidays, they feel like they should be doing something else. In fact, it's just a brief time of year
1: and, and you can
0: engage in it in whatever way you choose exactly
1: and i like that you mentioned shoulds because really that s word right should can just turn into shame i'm supposed to be i should be doing these things and then when we're not we feel bad about ourselves for doing uh, or not doing those things so um and i really like that you touched on the infertility piece and you know uh you know other things you know pregnancy loss right maybe you have a young child that you know passed away whatever it is uh, your experience around children you really want to create a family and you can't for some reason. And again, the holidays are, you know, here's children, you know, visiting Santa and all the gifts and children are everywhere. And if you don't have that, that can feel very lonely, of course.
0: Absolutely. So the next one on our list is something that I think can be very triggering for people as well during the holidays. And that is for people who suffer from any sort of substance use disorder or eating disorder What do you notice for those clients, Michelle? Why can the holidays Mm -hmm. be especially lonely for them? Mm
1: Well, with substance use disorder, you know, uh substances are everywhere during the holidays. So we go to the store and there's the fancy end cap of fancy wines, or, you know, again, looking at a magazine, or I guess more so online now we're doing our reading there's that fancy new cranberry vodka or whatever it is. It's very much in people's faces and, and hosting kind of the a new year
0: with champagne. I mean, right it's all throughout. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. We celebrate with alcohol. So that can be very triggering to people if they don't have a solid plan of what they're, um, you know, going to, to do during that event? Do you bring somebody else who's sober with you, or somebody else who's going to be sober in solidarity? So you know, trying to make plans around that so you don't feel as lonely and isolated. And then around uh, disordered eating, um, food right is always the main event of holiday gatherings. So if you don't have a healthy relationship with food, maybe you just entered recovery from an eating disorder. Um, you know, food is is a very sensitive subject. So and you know, you don't want people to mention that. You don't want to feel bad about how you're eating, there's a lot that can go into that. So that can also create a sense of loneliness, right? I'm the only one here who might be struggling with this sort of thing.
0: Well, then one of the things on the list here, I think I hear my clients talk a lot about is they this sense that they are obligated to spend a certain amount of money or create a certain experience for their friends and family members around the holidays. And maybe they don't have the resources to do that. Mm -hmm. That can feel like a very isolating experience.
1: Right, right, yeah. If we have an income disparity within our family, so we have you know, super fancy tech guy, right, and then maybe you're struggling with a lower paying job, and you want to be able to match that, and you really just can't. Um, So maybe having discussions with your family, hey, can we do a white elephant this year, or set a price cap on you know, Secret Santa, or whatever we're doing to create maybe more of a sense of uh, equality, or we start saving up earlier on in the year for a gift budget, something like that where, yeah, because it, it, it can feel bad when you feel like your gift isn't measuring up.
0: Right. Or that you're going into massive debt to try to accommodate people. And maybe that's you're going against your own boundaries that that's not really what you want to be doing.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Then you're then you're crossing into dangerous territory just to kind of keep up again, trying to match what um, the expectations are, the image of what a holiday should look like, versus what you can actually do. If this is going to cost, you know, stress after the holidays, you get a huge credit card bill and you don't know how to pay it off. Right? It's not really worth it.
0: Right. So sometimes people don't know that they're experiencing loneliness or depression or anxiety. What are some signs that people might? key into to to let them know that maybe they are experiencing more stress or more anxiety around the holidays than they even are aware of.
1: Mm-hmm. So we really show that shows up both in mind and body. So some examples of how that can show up um, mentally for us is, um, you know, a sense of frustration, you know, not having this motivation to really engage, procrastination, you know, lack of self confidence, things like that. Um, You know, having less patience with family members, you know, we probably all experience that to a certain extent (laughs) over the holidays. Um, But also just general tension, anxiety, fatigue is a huge one. Um, So this is how this can really show up mentally. And then in our body, you know, our body is always speaking to us about what we feel. Sometimes our body knows before um, our minds do. So this can look like headaches, tight shoulders, um, increase of, you know, maybe sometimes some self-medication, right? If you're responding to your body in that way, again, with alcohol or drugs, not in your stomach, right? All those feelings um, of just, uh, you know, discomfort that are showing up in your body that can also be a sign that you might be feeling this way.
0: So those are all great things to notice, because if you are experiencing any of that mental or physical discomfort, there are some things that you can do to remedy it. And that's what we're going to be talking about today is giving you some action things that you can do, some tips for how you can manage any feelings of loneliness or any other uncomfortable feelings you have around the holidays and get some relief so you can actually enjoy the holiday season. Right. So, Michelle, what is the number one thing you can do to overcome feelings of loneliness during this season?
1: Well, I think everyone knows what we're going to say is perhaps talk to your therapist (laughs) or your counselor, um, a, to process your feelings, your experience around this, but, you know, B to come up with a game plan. What, how can you cope with the holiday season together specific to you, depending on what's coming up for you. So you kind of are entering into the holiday season with, okay, no, this is what I'm going to do. If this certain thing shows up, this is how I'm going to cope with it. So again, that can feel just less anxiety leading into the holiday because you kind of have a roadmap and then you, it's something that you can uh, refer to if these things do come up for you. Yes,
0: and to help your therapist can help you figure out what your boundaries are around the holiday with such yes. high expectations to please other people. It's hard to really feel like we have permission to say no sometimes, or we're not even clear on what we want to say no to. And your therapist can really help you identify what those things are um, and, and be able to effectively communicate that to the people around you.
1: Yeah. Really good point. The boundaries piece, right? We have to leave by 3 PM, right? We're going to have to go see, you know, multiple family members. Um, you know, that time doesn't work for us or that gathering doesn't work for us this year, whatever it is, um, setting those boundaries around that. So, yeah,
0: I have a friend who tells the story, uh, that her partner had divorced parents. She had divorced parents. And so, to accommodate everybody during the holiday season. They had to go to eight different houses. They were just <laughs> stuffed. They had to eat everywhere they went because people would be offended if they didn't eat what they made. And they were just finding that they dreaded the holidays, that it was miserable and, and got to the point where they just said, Hey, we're just going to stay home. If someone wants to come see us great, but we're not going to go to eight different houses. And oh, that's okay. okay. They
1: were not enjoying their holiday experience. It's a lot to ask. So they came up with the open house kind of idea, right? If you want to stop by, take a look around, (laughs) you know, enjoy some pie with us. But I think that's a really good boundary because eight houses, I mean, even navigating two, right? Your parents, my parents, that's a lot. I can't imagine eight. So kudos to your friend. (laughs)
0: Yes. And maybe think about that too, when you're expecting things from your, your kids or siblings or friends on the holidays, you know, but think about what their experience might be and what other expectations they have on them. I noticed that a lot with food is people really have the expectation to eat the food that is, that is prepared, but people might have dietary restrictions. They might Mm -hmm. have disordered eating issues, Mm -hmm. you know, so just
1: let people do their thing in the holidays. Yeah, yeah. But I made this pie and we have so much left over. Please, I know you want a piece. or Well, no, I really yeah. don't because I had I already have pieces four slices of pie. pie. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, exactly. Um, so what would you say is the next one, Laura? So I think that the next one that you want to think
0: about kind of falls in the same realm of boundaries and and expectations, that you need to think about what your personal expectations are and what your personal boundaries are and know that it is okay to say no, or it's okay for things not to be perfect. You know, maybe you're working full-time right up until... the day before Thanksgiving or the day before Christmas, and you're not going to be able to have the perfect Martha Stewart, you know, holiday presentation. And maybe that needs to just be okay if that's, if that's where you're at. So I think Mm -hmm. good and, and maybe, you know, like I said before, cutting your family and friends some slack. If people can't meet your standards and expectations, recognize that everyone's dealing with their own stressors and, and just, um, let the things that are going to work come to you. And if it feels really forced, maybe it's not the right thing.
1: Absolutely. And that's actually another thing that can cause loneliness over the holidays is, you know, maybe we're so busy. We're not checking in on one another. What, what does work for you? What would be a good time for us to come over? What is a good, um, you know, price cap on secrets, you know, whatever it um. is checking in on one another, cause we're so busy. So that that in itself can create a sense of loneliness, right?
0: Um, Yeah. So what else? What are some other good things for people who are feeling lonely over the mm -hmm. holidays, Michelle?
1: Well another one, a big important one is understanding you're not alone in this. So there's a lot of different reasons why people don't engage in the holidays. And you don't have to, right? Again, society tells us, oh, it's you know October through February. We're supposed to constantly be celebrating something, right? And the reality is that's not everyone's experience for whatever reason. So again, it could be childhood history, it could be maybe you just don't like the holidays, maybe you know you you just don't participate in holidays for different religious or cultural reasons. There's a lot lot of reasons why we don't. So you're definitely not the only one. So show yourself some compassion around that. Take a step back. um And, you know, really embrace the fact that, yeah, this isn't just me. I'm not lonely in this experience. Right. So um trying to keep a lot me- of people feeling that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and then
0: communicate, share your concerns, communicate your needs, not that everyone is going to, to meet them, but maybe you have certain expectations for this time that that your family and friends are unaware of, and you're feeling rejected or isolated because they're not responding to to what you're needing, but maybe you haven't told them what that is.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So I love the analogy of, you know, you can't walk into a restaurant and get mad at the waiter for not bringing you your food if you've never ordered it, right? You have to right. ask for what it is that you actually want. Um, so that's a good one to keep in mind, express those needs. Yeah, that's very, yeah. very important, Laura. Yeah. Um, so something else you can do uh, if you feel particularly lonely around the holidays and you do want to celebrate and you do want to go to gatherings, but maybe again, your um, blood family, right? You don't have access to or you don't currently have a relationship with them is hang out with your chosen family. Yeah. So who are your best friends, right? Who are maybe your neighbors who also need some extra company during the holidays, right? Um enjoying time with your pets, that sort of thing. Um, so really picking people and activities that um do feel good to you. Um, And sometimes that chosen family can feel a lot better than um, the family we're born into depending on what your experience is. So uh, reach out to those folks. Yes, yes. And
0: Another tip that I think is a good one if you're feeling lonely is to reach out to somebody else and give something to somebody else. And so some people choose to maybe adopt a family or adopt a pet or Mm -hmm. volunteer somewhere, but sometimes doing something outside of yourself gets you out of your own head and and it feels really good to be able to give to others. I mean, after all, that is kind of what the season is about.
1: Right, exactly. So it's not about all taking in for yourself, right? But we can extend ourselves in that way. So make someone else's holiday feel less alone too. Yes, I love that,
0: and we touched on this earlier, but I think this is really important as well: is not to compare your relationships, your circumstances, uh, your budget to other people. That is always a recipe for feeling bad. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think we're really starting to acknowledge more and more, right? We can't compare to things like social media. We just can't do that. Cause again, no one's posting like, oh, what a crappy holiday I had. And here's my frowny yeah. face, right? We're right. only <laughs> posting the beautiful things. So maybe put social media down during the holidays if you need to. Um, take a break from it at least a little bit. Um, you know, setting that boundary for yourself. How am I going to handle this ahead of time? Again, planning ahead is a huge key in all of this. So again, you kind of have an idea. If this comes up, this is what I'm going to do. If that comes up, that's what I'm going to do. So you can manage this uh, a lot better and more thoughtfully for yourself. That
0: is such a great tip because if you get on Instagram and you're watching what the Kardashians are doing for the holidays, <laughs> you're probably going to feel like you're falling short.
1: What are they <laughs> doing you know, for the they holidays? Have a million
0: dollar budgets <laughs> and they have a staff that's helping them. You know, we don't all have access to that. So we certainly don't want to compare ourselves to that. If you find it inspirational and it's fun to get ideas, great. But if it's making you feel bad, maybe you don't want to look at that.
1: Well, you can borrow my holiday planner, Laura. I didn't realize you don't have one. my my team for holiday decor <laughs> exactly exactly um you know and the last thing i think is important is checking in with yourself if you have some negative narratives around the holidays some negative either self-thoughts or just in general um you know i can't manage this or you know i, I really just like other people who are engaging in the holidays or this is going to be really terrible that's a big one right deciding before it even happens if something's going to be bad um so trying to reframe that try not to do that black and white thinking it's either going to be good or it's going to be bad right we want to have maybe an open mindset right what i'm open to whatever happens this holiday season is more where we want to go
0: And I think if you aren't comparing yourself to other people, if you have good boundaries, if you're clear about what your needs and expectations are, I think there's a good chance that you can create a really positive holiday experience. The people who struggle during the holidays, I think are people who are really pushing themselves to meet the needs of other people beyond what they're comfortable with, or they have really high expectations because they're comparing themselves to others that just are are hard to be met. So they're always feeling let down and feeling negative. Um, Mm -hmm. And, but if you aren't, comparing and you aren't violating your own boundaries, there's a good chance you might have a really good time during the holidays.
1: Exactly. And hey, if that looks like for you, laying in bed and having a pizza, right, that's what it looks like for you. However mm-hmm. you manage and you want to celebrate, um, you know, no shame around how you do that. However, you need to cope within moderation, of course. Um, yes. But, you know, make your own kind of rituals, even if it's, well, this is my Christmas or holiday survival uh, <laughs> routine, right? We don't have to call it how I'm celebrating Christmas Eve, right? It's how I'm just going to get through. And these are some things that bring me joy.
0: And being alone doesn't mean that you're lonely. I actually have a memory of having a great Christmas one year. I was living in a new city. I didn't know anyone. I just turned out I wasn't able to connect with my family that year. And so on Christmas Eve, I just hung out by myself and made a really good meal and watched a movie and it was a fantastic night. There was nothing Mm -hmm. sad or lonely about it. So I think that we also can really value the experiences that we have, the solo experiences that we have too
1: sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. Being alone, being able to reflect maybe on the year that has passed, maybe on, you know, hopefully some intentions for the year uh, ahead, right? Not using that word resolution because we can't all become fit within a month if we yeah. all rush to the intentions. Gym, I like intentions. Mm-hmm. Right. I have the intention of maybe getting healthier this year. So maybe starting to reflect on some of those things, um, you know, and if we're staying home and we're alone, right? We don't have to shower. We don't have to get ready. You know, <laughs> it's just us a lot and- of nice things about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, So not to make myself sound lazy, but you know, there are positives to all of these things. (laughs) There really, really can be. You can really
0: enjoy all types of holidays. So Michelle, I cannot believe it, but we are out of time for today. We really hope that you found these tips helpful and you're on your way to creating a satisfying and enjoyable holiday season, whatever that means for you. Thanks for tuning in to Holding Ground, the show that brings you a little bit of everything in the realm of therapy and positive mental health. We'll see you next Tuesday Tuesday morning at 9 30 a.m. here on KKNW. All right, take care. Thanks for tuning in to Holding Ground. You can hear us here every Tuesday morning at 9 30 a.m. on KKNW. I'm Laura Richard at Anchor Light Therapy Collective.
1: Find us online at anchorlighttherapy.com.
0: And we'll see you next week.